Because that stopped. That has stopped. Metronome stopped. We're on, Steve. Here we go. Here we go. So, how was? Well, I think. Yeah. How was your weekend, Steve? Did you do culturally? <laughs> it was so much better than other people's, wasn't it? Well, did you get up to much? I popped along to the Tate Modern. Excellent. What's on show there, or is it just the general modernism oh, of the Tate Modern? We actually just largely spent it in the more familiar places, or mm. the more consistent, well-established, but we just kind of wanted to go to the bank side and sort yeah. of grab some food. Mm. One thing leads to another. Weather's miserable. Al fresco cuddles. And then not. the next thing you know, you're staring at paintings going, <laughs> isn't there football oh, on? Of course. Yeah, exactly. Surely you know, I could do something, I could be back at my sofa. But there was uh, fears of going to Brent Cross Shopping Centre at one point, so to end up in the opposite direction is uh, a win. Is a win. A win. I still, I mean, I do go, but I still have nightmares, and I'm sure I haven't dreamt this or nightmared this, but if it's IKEA, it's a living hell as far as I'm concerned. It's a trap, and I'm on honestly pretty sure that one time we went there with Gemma and I went there, they were playing "I'm All Lost in the Supermarket" by The Clash. <laughs> One of my favourite songs, Steve. How's it but going? The <laughs> yes, hello, Rufus. Live. We are live. Well, I need to. I'm sorting out. I just came over to say hi. Well, you come and join us later, Ru. Yeah. Yeah. Good. We'll see you in a bit. Catch up in a minute. All we'll right. be going for about an hour. So right. if you've done your stuff. Yes. Oh yeah, that's more entertaining news. Rufus has got got that job. <laughs> ah, okay. So this is definitely his home ground. So entertainingly, guess what his first shift was, Steve? I think you can probably guess. <laughs> No, it wasn't Sunday. I could think that would be your first. No, I, I would assume Monday. Monday night. Monday nights. And of course, Harry got very excited, presumably thinking you get free drinks, so he's like buzzing. But um, yeah, Monday night football, and I wasn't there because I was in Manchester, which I'll talk about because that was just the inverted cherry on top of the icing on top of the cake of my weekend was being up north on Monday and Tuesday. But yeah, good. Well, you've mentioned Harry and. Um I should stress out of all the episodes we've recorded now, this was the one where I almost felt like I didn't need to turn up. Yes, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's a shame. I did ask Clock Paul along as well because he was at the same place as me on Sunday afternoon, and I did think he would probably have a quite different view of the proceedings. I'm sure he'd have a different view of it. But um, yeah, he, yeah, I'm surprised how he's not here. He might turn up. He said he could, but you know, it's funny, feckless, unreliable. It just, I wonder if he was like that before he started sporting Liverpool or it's just that they go on a special lesson. I'm sure he's on a open top bus somewhere, isn't he? Is just... I don't think, even I couldn't pretend that Liverpool do an open top <laughs> parade for the pointless cup. As oh, I now, now, now I can easily switch to. But yeah, I, I had a good weekend actually, <laughs> a very good weekend, obviously, um, well not obviously, but I went to Alki's birthday party, very sophisticated evening with some very interesting people on Saturday night. I can't actually remember what I did on Friday night. But of course, the big talk of the weekend was the rugby. Wasn't that brilliant? That I actually brilliant. thought you were going to say you couldn't remember what happened on Sunday. I can't remember what I did on Sunday because I'm so happy with the rugby. Scotland, it's absolutely, I mean, look, surprising. The easy victory against England. But actually, did you watch any of the rugby? The, I saw some highlights. The bit I found, which I hadn't fully appreciated, but somebody told me about it afterwards. Did you see the end of the Italy-France game? I didn't. Oh, so you know, Italy never win, really. Very rarely win. But they certainly don't win or have never won. I've never been in France, and they've never been, certainly have never been in France in Paris. 
and it was something like 13 all. They had a penalty kick, which was very kickable for their kicker because he'd converted far harder kicks during the game. And what I hadn't realised was they had they had timing now. You've only got so long to kick a penalty. And what happened was all set to go, and the ball blew over. <laughs> so he had to then put it back and rush his kick, hit the post. So they didn't win because it was the last kick of the game. If they kicked it over, they'd have won. But instead, they drew, which is not bad, but nobody, nobody experienced it. So what you're telling me is that you enjoyed a day of a team wearing blue fluffing their lines? No, Steve. What I felt was, but there is a similarity, the utter injustice of sport. That is what I'm talking about. Utter mm. injustice. So I did... I mean, it was a, sort of obviously... The boys went, we were quite actually, despite all the build-up, we were quite civilised. Did go for a lovely barbecue on Nigel's boat. Saw like Bill, who used to be a seat ticket holder, he came over. He can't go anymore because it's not... What's the word? It's not com- complimentary to his new lifestyle going to the Chelsea football matches. Read into that, what you will. And Helly was there, Piers' wife. And um, Albie was there, came with us, and actually his brother and sister. And Nigel gave up his tickets to his son and Piers and I and Scott as we went to the game <laughs> reflected what bad parents we were but then of course we realised we're good parents because we didn't subject impressionable sensitive young people to the horror that is watching the Scousers beat you at Wembley and if only you'd had that realisation many decades earlier <laughs> and just told them to pick a proper club a proper so club. much misery could have been well, yeah, it doesn't really wash, does it, Steve? Because we compare the last 20 years each. We're still way ahead on the debit credit side, certainly of Arsenal, Tottenham, It's definitely what West happens Ham. when your history is Tottenham. more recent. <laughs> well, as everyone's talking about at the moment, because I think we should swiftly move on to this octroid in the past, none of us like to live there, is tonight, of course, talk about history, big historical match-off, Chelsea Leeds. I'm quite... Proud of the fact that you can big up another Chelsea game. That's amazing. Without, without a hint of a. <laughs> so panic. it was absolute shab- You know what I think? I'm not joking. Obviously, Dick Van Dijk, Dick's goal was after six hours. Those two played in Wembley. You realise? Take them six hours to to actually score a goal right at the end. And I can honestly say I think we could have played for another two days, and I don't think Chelsea would have scored. It just looked. The number, I've never had so many times when somebody's been in front of the goal, a Chelsea player, and done something, and I've been able to say, quite honestly, I could have done that. That's probably what I'd have done in front of the goal there. Just fluffed it, got it caught in my feet, gone just wide, everything. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, just how much of a mess is your club in at this moment in time? I think it's... Well, it's hard, isn't it? Because I have been there, as I've said, where our club has been actually valued at a pound. And we've had Ken Bates putting electric fences around to keep the support off. So I've, you know, I have known our t- and we've been relegated, and I just about remember Rubens was talking about just about a bit before my time, really, but just about remember us almost going into the third division. So we've got to keep perspective. But what is astonishing is that yeah, that is what seven, eight hundred million pounds worth of players, and they are they they get they basically gave up a bit. I mean, they were, actually, I didn't think they played that badly until extra time. And then you thought, it was almost like they sort of thought it was never going to happen. Well, as, as Harry's not here, I get to be a bit more yeah, you subjective than he would. I mean, you have to take into account, realistically, that goalkeeper was man of the match. 
Do you think? Um, it's interesting. I've, funnily enough, not watched the highlights. <laughs> I've not watched any. I movement. actually regular listeners. They did do a couple will, of good saves. I do remember, but then I'll play. I'll keep back to do a couple of saves. Well. Regular listeners will know that last week I predicted three 0 Now that's largely because I assumed it was gamesmanship, and that there was no way Salah, yeah. Nunes, Arnold were all going to actually miss. A Wembley Do you think they really were injured? Do you think Klopp just thought, I'm not actually going to toss about this cup. I want the other ones. Well, he, he was celebrating quite a lot. Well, of course he does. So, of course he's a nutter. I didn't hang around, funny enough, for Klopp's fist-punching, pumping disgrace. I mean, it wasn't action-packed. It wasn't memorable. I mean, it's kind of where the trophy should be, isn't it, really? It's was the, it not? If somebody said, and another neutral I was speaking to earlier, and they said, actually, it was quite a good game to watch, because it was, even though it was nil-nil, it was quite almost comedy finishing, or good saves, or hitting the post, and if, and the crowd just groaning. Which I mean, I have to say, about. I watched most of it from the sort of cut out of the screen of my phone, because I was trying to do anything other than really focus on what was quite a tedious... Cup and teams. Um, I think you're still you're more bitter than I am. <laughs> it's just, still even now amazing. I can't actually decide which result was 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 worse or better. I think Chelsea for what they've spent. See, the more that I see them lose, it is more entertaining. I get that, it's and they're going to go into this summer. And, and if you believe what you read. They're in a position where they can't spend any money because their books are bust. Yeah, because they're, they're going to sell eight, their best players. Gallagher being probably the key. He was well. He was, it was actually funny enough. He was the player. Didn't didn't miss it. Well, there was one he got caught up in his feet and he should have, you know, could have tapped it in. And one where it just shaved the post, which is just you know, sort of. But he was. But it was funny. It was extra time where you suddenly thought. Where's all the energy gone? And then you think, oh, that's right. Gallagher had to go off because he was knackered. And then that was it. There nobody else stepped up. So you're right. He is our best player at the moment in terms of... And now, of course, the assumption is that you can't afford to pay Pochettino off. And if you decide you can, you're going into a summer market where there's a lot of big clubs looking for managers. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think, as somebody said, entertainingly, with the naivety of a football supporter... I don't think Poch is the problem. I think it's the owner. We've got to sack him. What's the trouble? What do you do when you turn up in your dressing rooms on longer contracts than what you're on? There's not really very. There's no way you can go. Um, I know. Now I have to share a a funny story with um, a friend sent me what literally a video taken off the TV. Right. And it was one of your beloved Jeremy Vine. Oh yes. I hope I've got him correct and not his brother. Um, Jeremy Vine, who of course is a Chelsea fan. And was at Wembley. Oh, that's what you meant when you mentioned. Yeah, so he was at Wembley. Now, apparently, this clip from one of the shows he he hosts, he was basically saying that he started to record the goal that Liverpool had disallowed because their flares went off, and he was. Yeah. And I think he was the point being he was going to talk on one of his shows about how did they get flares in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Is, is this the thing? And, and somebody sitting a row or two behind him, as in a fellow Chelsea fan, tapped him on the shoulder and told him to stop recording because it was disrespectful. And if he didn't delete the video, it was going to be deleted for him. <laughs> Excellent. I think what, so he's the guy behind things, he's a Liverpool supporter and he's just recording it. Most probably. Yeah, because there was, there was a lot of that. When that goal went in, there's a lot of looking around. Anyone looking anything but miserable was going to get short shrift where I, just we, where love I this was vision of Chelsea fans there is no camaraderie there amongst your own no that's because you think no he, the guy behind thinks he's recording it because he's a scouser 
he's enjoying it too much, he's not looking miserable, so he's decided, illogically, he's a scouser, I'm now going to start threatening him, because I want to threaten someone, and who I really want to threaten is a scouser. The only, actually, you've reminded me, the only, I mean, it was quite a good atmosphere, actually, I thought, but the best atmosphere in the Chelsea end, by far, was when that goal was disallowed by VAR. Yeah. You're like, for about five minutes, people just standing going, calm down, calm down, and they were having, they were having <laughs> such a laugh. And of course, we weren't quite, weren't, sadly, weren't close enough, but you could see the bank of supporters closest to each other. The Chelsea lot didn't stop for ages <laughs> to calm down, which would go down really well. Well, the actual painful bit is, is from what I can gather, Jeremy Vine's exit route was to explain to the guy that he does TV, he, he does TV and that he wants a clip to discuss it. Disgusting And scouting. he's a Chelsea fan. Yeah, and um, it, was, it was all right then. So the fact that he felt he had to explain himself. Oh, no, he bloody did. He would have just had his phone thrown onto the pitch. So actually now thinking about it out loud, hearing that story, I'm glad Liverpool won even more. Good, good. I don't like you being on Chelsea's side. I don't want miserable goons the, the, the Chelsea. The billionaire thing, you're, you guys are a bit closer. Your history's more recently Yeah. You're going, well, I was going to say, that's the other horror for me. Well, actually, it was sort of cathartic, actually. So I obviously went... The good thing was, didn't overdo it, so... Got home nice and early because I had to get up at Sparrows to go to. I'd be in Manchester for a meeting at like 10 o'clock. And so I thought, but it's all right, I'll be in Manchester. They hate the Scousers almost more than we do, so it'd be fine. No. Kept. First meeting was all right. I didn't know that company that well, so I didn't even go to the football. Second meeting was all right because I know him and he's HR director, but he's a Man United supporter. So he, you know, because they hate they really do hate them and then the, but the third meeting no fourth meeting unbeknownst to me she'd obviously found out I was a Chelsea supporter she's sitting there the same child director in, wearing a red shirt and just laughing about the football <laughs> and actually and the chief exec started going on about analogies about football players and stuff I said can we just not talk about football can we talk maybe make it a rugby one instead because he prefers rugby he said, no, Bruce, we're talking about football, whether you want to or not, because they'd obviously planned the whole thing. You raise a good point, actually. Walking around London on Monday was yeah. much more rewarding. Ooh. And there is, bizarrely, a street above mine, someone who leaves a Chelsea fan out on their balcony oh. all year round. Did you roll it in? So, I mean, no, it was still there, <laughs> but I tried to stand outside for a bit and just wait for someone to come out so I could laugh. <laughs> um, didn't happen. But <laughs> maybe they'd asked me to delete things off my phone. Actually, that reminds me, do you know the wristband story that where Rufus's mate bought, his dad bought him an Arsenal wristband and I accidentally put on the fires of the barbecue? The, guy, the dad who did that, Nick, he once, I think we'd won, it was either the Champions League or the first Premiership or some around that time anyway, and he, I basically, on the Monday, was, was riding the Vespa and I knew I was going past... Islington Highbury and everything so I thought well, I've never ever done this before or since by Bishop Ramon Chelsea scarf <laughs> in first thing in the morning and hysterically Nick who's the dad of this bloke he's in his car and he sees this and he sees massive gooner and he sees this dick on his silly little Vespa <laughs> with his blue scarf on and he beeps and he's about to do a wanker and he looks at me and he is pissing himself off and he said I could have guessed it would be you I thought what dick is riding around Islington with their Chelsea scarf just because we won the Champions League so that was very funny you've reminded me that yeah there's a tragedy in that but I quite enjoyed it yeah we don't appreciate the tragedies closer to home I think mm. uh, I've got a few Arsenal friends who all 
oddly were kind of wanting Chelsea maybe to win. Yeah. And I don't quite, I can't remember. You didn't get it. Jack Morrison, he didn't get it either. He said no. And I think you you two have probably got the same, similar things. I mean, I would definitely, I'm trying to think of who I'd want Liverpool to beat ever, actually, in anything. So if you also were playing Liverpool in our final, I would definitely, and that was it. I think I mentioned it when Tottenham played Liverpool in the Champions League final. A lot of Chelsea supporters would be like you were going, well, no, nobody wants Tottenham to win the Champions League. That would be... That would be like a proper glitch in the Matrix. No one would want that. I was going, oh, no, I'm not too sure. I think anything to stop Liverpool claiming credit for anything. But I think, in a way, they knew were right. Because in the end, Tottenham would win the champion. We wouldn't lose our only team in London with the European Cup would go. Couldn't be saying that anymore. We like seeing that. I think there are just some clubs that don't deserve to win trophies. <laughs> and Spurs just fit into that <laughs> model. Of- they look like a club that shouldn't win trophies. Well, they certainly behave like a cup. And the whole holding on to this grudge that Arsenal turned up on their doorstep and took over. That's true. Woolwich should have stayed. Funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's just hilarious. I do actually, but you'd have liked this. So going on about the ongoing Bruce goes north, quite prescient he thought to avoid the hassle. Then the next day, I'm just interviewing lots of people in one company. Not only a Liverpool supporter who was at the game and he's a season ticket holder. But what was funny, so you actually really irritating, quite a nice person, far nicer than most scousers. Very decent, didn't gloat at all and was quite, yeah, but the, yeah, you say that, but the Liverpool players were playing without fear because they're kids, they're never going to get the chance again. Those Chelsea players have got like a £50 million weight on their shoulders. So I thought, quite decent bloke. But then entertaining, even though he was decent throughout the whole 45 minutes. At the end, he was talking about some, one of the young lads going down on the train. 20 year olds complaining about Liverpool. I was going, well, hang on, top of the league, you're in all the cups, you've just won it, well, before he won it, but you're going to the final. He said, yeah, he said, but these kids, you know, they've not known any, you know, they've had, they've sort of expecting success because that's all they've had since they're 20 something. But he's of that age, like you, where actually it all sort of stopped once you were old enough to really appreciate the wins. And he was talking like that. And I said, yeah, I know, because you haven't won. And then, sadly, I let myself down a bit, not really. Of course, yeah, because you haven't won it for, what, 35 years, the, the league? And I was just straight back in pod mode. <laughs> he goes, no, no, we won it three years ago. And I looked at him and I went, well, that one doesn't count because it was COVID. <laughs> and he did. That's what he was He just laughed. He just laughed. Uh, well, actually, I said that about the my biggest goal for the final was some element of romance. And to see a lot of young players who yeah. probably thought they weren't going to play. Well, that's it. They're not ever likely to play. Well, you're all sorted, Rue. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how what way of knowing what student loan plan you're on so I might be paying way more than I should be what do you have to tick something I think they do automatically don't they they don't no yeah it's apparently no just say you're being sponsored by the government yeah exactly just West Ham the the troubles sit down we don't breathe smoke on this day I think the good news is that's going to go up to £16 a packet Rufus good I know not yet though good I'm still Still in the idiot. It's definitely impressive. I think I'll probably have to quit. I think you should quit. quit. My mother is never going to quit for love nor money. Absolutely not. We're going off track slightly, but as you don't want to talk about the final, let's keep off. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to talk about the final. My my father had the uh, fantastic timing of having a heart attack on Christmas Day. Now he's okay, but he was a big smoker and he hasn't smoked since. Yeah. And throughout the entire sort of. 72 hours that followed of panic my mother 
probably got through about a thousand promises to never smoke again. What, and then have another one? Just she was never going to smoke again. If he gets yeah. home, she doesn't want to smoke around right. him. She doesn't want to tempt him. Yeah. I think he barely had sat his ass near the kitchen table before she lit up and went, oh yeah, but he's all right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's the polar opposite of, what was it, Cat Stevens, the story of Cat Stevens. It's Promised exactly he'd dedicate his life to God if he was about to drown or something, wasn't he? And then called him, well, he's called now Mahan, what's he called? He's called something religious. Mahani or something or other. But, but yeah, but he stuck by it, your mum, back on the fags. I think, I've, there was no I think I've had a couple of those, like saying, like, oh, I swear I'll, I'll carry on praying if you get me through this. This GCSE or something like that, and then it just never. I just naturally before. assumed you was talking about any given Chelsea match that yeah, you've yeah, been yeah. dragged yeah. to. Don't we're off. So as I've already said, Rufus. So we're off to see yeah. Dirty Leeds. Now you see, you, it's high. You see the story about the train tickets. No. So the, a Leeds fan posted that I'm, I'm going to get these figures wrong, but I think the equivalent to a train from Kings Cross after the game, yeah, which they had no chance of reaching if they were to watch the whole game yeah. was, I want to say in the region of £48. Yeah. Now if they stay to watch the whole game the train after that is 220 It's just oh, disgraceful. It's pretty disgraceful. It's disgraceful. <laughs> I mean, they have though, because I was thinking of you actually to, to their credit, what they have done it's a 7.30 kickoff. off why we're doing this early and we're leaving early it's the shortest pod we've ever done because it's a 7.30 kickoff, that's the earliest we've ever done an evening kickoff at Chelsea. And it may be partly pointless because the lead sports have been drinking since 12 o'clock. They'll be in I mean, high I guess spirit. some of them are probably hoping then that they don't play very well and that they, have to, that they get to save £200. Or leave early. Yeah. Well, they've already had to book though, wouldn't they? So, yeah, they oh, yeah. book in the So they're kind of screwed either so way. So I thought that was good they did 7.30, but even then, you're right, 9.30, they're going to get a King's Cross until 10. I can't imagine. I mean, how much is a ticket for an FA Cup away game at the Bridge now? Eight. Well, it's all a bit limited. Somebody said it was. Limited. Someone said it was limited, but I don't know 30, if that includes FA Cup. Yeah. Well, ours are only ours because we have to buy our tickets. It's thirty-eight, and I don't even think if we assume it, even if we assume it was thirty quid, yeah. and a train down here was another twenty. Yeah. You then get the train back. That's three hundred quid to watch. That's a lot to yeah. go to Chelsea. Yeah. And is it? Oh no, there are rugby plays on the FA Cup. So oh, that's not including food, of course. And it finishes. And pints in London. <laughs> and, and all the damage it'll do to their health because they'll be going, eh? Out of much? That's off, a, that's not a, playing that. That's a great accent. It might actually be your first yeah. OK one. Well, that's almost lead. Happen. Um, they, they, yeah, exactly. I mean, but again, again, I feel bad about this. Maybe I've got lost my mojo after Sunday but I have got a soft spot for Leeds because of our games that I've bored us about already the you know ancient rivalry and loathing but I can't help like their sports because they are absolute psychos I mean they will be far noisier than us they'll be bouncing off the walls I can see why you would relate having said that Jeremy Vine story of yeah. Chelsea fans we're quite I think it's like you know I think Chelsea and Leeds they, their rivalry and they even said about the game the players on that sort of replay, they said basically because they're almost identical to each other. And we still call them, most Chelsea supporters won't call them leads, they'll call them dirty leads. And that is based on something that happened 55 years ago. The more I think about the train ticket, the more I'm really think I'd love a goalless draw. Just nothing, just sideways Give passing. Give nothing. Give nothing for either side. And a replay. <gasps> is, so to, a okay, replay. is there replays? No, because didn't Newcastle go to penalties yesterday? 
Oh yes, they did. Oh yes, so there's no replays. So there must have been in no last round. Because we had a re- why, why did we have a replay last round? Not yeah, they just make up as they go along. No, you're right. There was two lots of penalties. There was two lots of penalties yesterday. Well, do you want to get actually because it's my round room. All right. Well, you you found my, a way to get you'll two. Get my customer, you'll get my discount then. Brilliant. You lucky son. You're always getting the drinks <laughs> then. <laughs> this is all working out nicely. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what you're getting. Uh, I'm going to imagine you're always at Panama. Yes. Aren't you? You are a whiskey and coke, aren't you? Bourbon. Bourbon, Bourbon and coke. Just because they didn't have good whiskey here last okay. time, I. Uh, okay. Double or single? Single. Yeah, yeah. I, some of us have work to do, not going off to watch football. I've been a very busy. <clears throat> very busy week, actually, for me already, Steve. Although it has included a lunch at the Gertrude Bullet. Of course it has. It's just your weekly membership. Some people see that as not work. It is bloody work. But yeah. Now, look, let's talk about proper football. I fancy. I would mean? be doing a disservice to Arsenal fans if I didn't embrace the 4-1 win over Newcastle which means we've now scored 6, 5 and now 4 Wait, you see that is bizarre isn't it? I'm not even putting this on so you played Newcastle? Yes you did <laughs> Was it earlier? When was it? Saturday? No, Saturday yeah, yeah, you see it's a sort of pre and post trauma isn't it? That's the trouble I can't remember. Yes, but again I feel like I did badly out of it because my players didn't score the points. I had Saka who did actually finally score Yes, now, I think I had Saka but just to Odegaard didn't do it. Did Odegaard do anything or did I? No, largely because you're making him sound like one of the goons. Odegaardy. Odegaardy. Um But yeah, four one. Newcastle fans can take off their shirts all they like. Yeah, good to see the Get silly little shriveled grey skin. Get that expensive late train home. Yeah, that's. I mean, that is good, and I don't think it's funny actually. Whilst um, Liverpool see one. Hard to tell because yeah, half their first team was missing. And but if those injuries carry, you know, if they're longer term injuries, and the way City are going, I do think City and Arsenal. I think it's between you two. Have you? You're playing them, aren't you? We have to go to their place. Yeah. Ooh. So that'll be. So guess where I was on yesterday? When I was up in up north, I was basically working with a company. It's doing the extension to the Man City round, so I've got a tour round. The, I didn't go. I didn't have time to go in. Yeah, they're already getting an extension. They're getting an extension of six thousand. Debatable between five and seven thousand extra seats on the back of the North Stand. And I was talking to people, the people I was working with. They're doing the extension and a hotel and an office complex. Does that leave Wembley. them? Does that still leave them just shy of Old Trafford? Though? Yeah, I think they're still because what are Old Trafford now? Seventy thousand. They'll just get above 60,000, which apparently is important for some reason. Okay, so yeah, so they'll, they'll, they'll be close to 60,000. But there's a reason it's worth being over 60,000, and I don't know what it is. I wasn't really interested. It's because you're a proper club when you can get 60,000. Well, that was the funny thing, because you're up north, and they're, they're, of the 50, 60 people in that project doing that building, one city supporter. So they're all being derogatory. And I was, you know, entertainingly, the guy I was speaking to uh, the, night, the day before was a Man United supporter. They're all from Manchester, so that's acceptable to support Manchester United and Man City if you live up there. He was saying, I don't know why, they can't sell all the tickets to Man City as it is. And they were all really, and that's, they all said it. They said, apparently, cheers you, I just don't believe it. This, this Liverpool sport was claiming that they had, when they played them, which arguably the biggest game, one of the biggest games in the Premiership, they reckon there were still 3,000 out unsold seats for the city side. I just 
That's the sort of bollocks I'd say. Well, I can use Harry's absence to say something without fear of an awkward one-liner, but in the WSL, <coughs> the Women's Super League, yes. Arsenal had, I think, in the region of 61,000. Yes, record. record They're expecting another 60,000 this weekend when they play Tottenham at the Emirates. It's good, isn't it? And that means they would probably now hold the top six attendance records in the league's history. Yeah. Because you've got, yeah, you, you're, well, most established women's team out of the big clubs. By far, yeah. Yeah. By, by, I mean, Chelsea weren't bad in getting in early. Man United got in so late, didn't they? That was bizarre. But they really feel like they didn't want to. It was almost it's like, like they... a bunch of misogynistic <laughs> northerners, isn't it? <laughs> they kind of got bullied into it, because obviously everyone else. But yeah, so, so even the Arsenal women are um, setting records when they're not winning trophies. It's a time. proud tradition that Arsenal sports have of turning up, or not turning up, but buying the ticket. The stadium was very much packed. It had people in it. Um, like. I, I may even go to the Tottenham game just because the atmosphere, I think it needs, needs to be seen to be believed. Yeah. I think it sounds like quite a... Yeah, I've seen what on the telly. North yeah, London so. derby. Yeah, you've got, got to... So yeah, what a, what a fantastic achievement. Now we should probably tick the fantasy football box and start with a non-fantasy football related game. Which was the FA Cup game last night. Yes, you said this before we went on. Come on. <laughs> so for us. all of us who would have triple captained Haaland when he did next to nothing, I think he scored one goal or did he get an assist? Nothing. For yes, that's right. Yeah. <coughs> for a double game week. No, you're right. Yeah, and we got nothing. I got nothing for him. You tripled, I doubled. Triple captain. Absolutely buggered. I feel like I read somewhere over a million teams have triple captained him yeah. to a pointless return. Yeah. And then suddenly it's flashing up last night, scores five goals, De Bruyne, four assists. What did you say? Tell me. Tell me again. For me... If you'd had him in your if, team, if, if this was been, a league game. Because I have Ross Barkley as well, who got two assists yeah. for Luton. Had this been, what, two weeks earlier or a week earlier when the double and I triple captain? Oh yes, of course they played them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a hundred point game. those three players? Yeah, five goals, six assists, man in a match. Bonus points. And what I, what I loved is that as much as I had, I'd, I'd seen it go 2 0 and then yeah. sort of zoned out. And then Harry messaged to laugh about the fantasy football element, which yeah. tells me much You've like Arsenal him. and Jamie Carragher. Yeah. <laughs> fantasy, football, fantasy football's in his head. Yes! <laughs> I don't know. I, you, I saw it and I thought, wow. I didn't do quite as much as Harry. I didn't because I knew it wasn't counting, so I wasn't bothered. But I didn't. So Harry quite rightly said that he's mental because he. Really well, what Harry doesn't realise yet was if he was to stop playing this season and just decide he doesn't have time for it, he doesn't get it. He would still now watch games next season, thinking, "Would I have had him as my captain?" Points. What would I've got? What would I've got points? It's in there now. It is. Yeah, you're right. It is there. With him, and but not really though, is it, Steve? Because we both know, looking at his fantasy side at the weekend, where even I remembered to take out players who weren't playing because of things like the League Cup final. You can call it the Tin Pot Cup. The Tin Pot Cup out. <laughs> what a waste of time that is. Harry didn't take any of the players out that he had in that. I think he might. He left in a Chelsea player that he's not actually allowed to have because he said he'd never play one. He left one of them in the side, I think Chilwell or something. And so half his players in his side, 
he'd left in his side, but they didn't play because they I did notice that he had Salah captain and yeah. Nunes yeah. vice captain. And did you, yeah, and you, but somehow still beat me because <laughs> his bench scored more points than me, even though I played. So I feel I believe they're cheated. Typical cheating scousers that they basically cheated their way through it all. That was the other thing that was interesting. Albie, being a, you know younger and more law-abiding than us, had a can of beer as we were walking down Wembley Way, full unopened, and we were getting closer and closer to the checks. But unfortunately, for Albie, didn't do any checks to see if we had drinks because we left it to the last minute. It was quite quiet. He so he put a, in the bin this beer because he didn't want any trouble. Scouser straight in the bin, <laughs> straight in the bin. Hey, I love that. <laughs> I mean, literally been dipped in front of us. On this occasion, the fact that you make Scousers sound like crows seems quite <laughs> fit. Exactly. <laughs> Perched on the end, pecking in there. And actually, it was quite funny. There was also, as we were going up, there was a drug dog. And it was almost to take the orderly queue of Scousers just being stopped as soon as they walked past the drug dog. Yeah, because Chelsea fans are not known, to, are not known for any... <laughs> just carry Bibles. Steve, yeah, of course. Because they straight yeah. from church. Yeah. And another one was also... I mean, actually, the more I think about it, it was good fun because it's always entertaining until the game goes wrong. There was this sort of big, quite tubby Scouser running. And the, but the police were chasing him. He's never. There was a lot of police around. And he goes, stop running. I said, hey, I've stopped. I've stopped, haven't I? And he's thinking, yeah, but you were running. You've stopped now. He's all, you know, that. I think it was just great. I feel like maybe the reason they just leave Chelsea fans alone is because they know they're going to have better lawyers. Yeah. That's it. Well, they are lawyers. They are lawyers. They are lawyers. (laughs) Brent, clever. Clever, fun-loving characters. But yeah, it was was good. Um, I've forgotten about all of that, most of which is true. But, um, yeah, where were we? Fantasy football. I then read, because I don't know why, I probably because of one of those long train journeys I've been on the last couple of days, there was something about, actually, we've, there's a week coming up when there's the most void games. I think it's the next round of the FA Cup is a Saturday, isn't it? And they're saying, which is, of course, the time you use your free hit. <laughs> Steve didn't tell me that. Well, possibly, because Steve's already used his free hit. <laughs> <You're already done. laughs> so... Hang on, I think I've already done that free hit, and like you, to no avail. So it's double or the double week game, as I used it then as well. Well, there's game week 29 coming up. That was what they said. It was a, very, a very quick glance, I can already see that Man City won't be there, so my bench will be full. Why were they? Because they're into the next round. Because they yeah. obviously got through. I'm assuming some of these fixtures, for example, we're due to play you. I'm assuming if you win tonight. Well, that's a bloody that's massive a big, assumption. Um, and there's a few other teams in here. Man United have obviously got Forest tonight if they win. So, so let's assume that these teams progress. And yes, it's going to be a horrendous. Uh, I've kind of given up now because my my second wild card and free hit went so tragic and triple captain went so tragically wrong. Why is the wild card going wrong? I think um, you're doing all right. Well, you're, well, it's all relative. You're doing a lot better than Harry and me. I mean, Harry so, brilliantly. Actually, Helen. And Piers, because they were both at the boat. They were both said it, they were they were actually laughing out loud when it became apparent Harry had blown fifty two points on transfer. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, that was just superb. Because you said you could tell that Harry was actually going quite upset about it. Now, now we haven't we haven't done a Chelsea and signed eight year contract. No. So we haven't gone as far as discussing the idea of doing this all over again next year. Quite torturous, isn't it? 
But I feel like Harry would make the same mistake. Yeah. I, I don't think Harry's one of those people. He's not Harry, he only makes a mistake once. Scandal, is he? He's not. <laughs> I happen to know. He's Harry, I've made the exact same mistake again. I can think of about well, five examples already. Looking at the league, oddly you and Harry are neck and neck, so that's quite... Which is quite disappointing, given Harry blew 52 yeah. points and missed the first case. And missed the... So <laughs> if I, even I'm going to struggle to spin it that I'm better. You've represented Chelsea well, I Yeah, think. I think so. I think you're right. Um, I, think. I will obviously beat you guys up. You'd expect me to... Yeah, but it was looking... It's true, you, get, you were calm. Even though you were bottom for a bit at early stages, weren't you? But I, will I think overtake. as you would have said right at the beginning, that's just beginner's luck, soon to be followed by a lot of rookie errors. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably end up taking over Paul, and I'll finish second, oh, ooh. fittingly to Thomas the Frank Engine, Thomas the Frank whose Engine. name alone probably deserves to win. We'd have to get him back. He's finished swanning around Japan modelling. Now, long before I called my team Bo Shambles, it used to be called Career Killers because no matter who I picked, they, they go would out. suddenly hit bad form. I think and I feel like I could re- reignite that this year. You, you do that. You do all right, though. I still quite on the name point. I still feel we never quite gave enough credit to Mark, who came on. It feels like a lifetime ago. But I liked his, it's like deja vu all over again because that was a famous quote from some classic <laughs> footballer being interviewed or manager. But yeah, I think, will we do it again? That's a good point. I suppose we're getting to the business end of the season, aren't we, Steve? We'll have to stop thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, we could let the listeners decide, but we'll kind of feel I like... I think they well, have. <laughs> <laughs> kind of feel like they've already made that They already have. They've voted with their ears. But I think, um, we'll have to think about that, but also, I was going to say about what you were saying about fancy Harry... Well, yes, that was it. Clock Paul, yeah, was going to come on because I did think it was important to suck up my medicine. But he has got into trouble because he obviously went to the game. He did go to the game and has sent me numerous recordings of scousers singing about walking alone, which I've refused to listen to. But I'm sure he was going to play it on here and he was desperate to get to it. But unfortunately, he was vetoed because his sensible goon partner said, isn't it about time you did some fucking parenting? <laughs> Which is not bad advice. Oh. I can't, the only problem is, is I feel like I'm going to have to relive this whole experience again because Harry will be back and he will he have... He will insist on going he, through He will insist again. on having To be some. honest, he will insist, but we, we just have to say, well, you know, you didn't turn up, so you've blown it. Whereas I feel it's a shame, a genuine shame, because I think Klopp, Klopp Paul's version of Sunday I feel will be very different and entertaining to hear his made up load of nonsense even to find no I don't happen to know entertaining I was going to suggest it might have been him diving into the bin for the full can of beer I happen to know it wasn't because he was in corporate tickets very high end because he's not really a scouser because as we'd established he's never signed on doesn't make any sense but entertainingly yeah he was I have since sponsored very corporate, very well-known service company for this country. I've cancelled my contract with them because I know that they are paying for scousers to watch football, which is what we should be paying for. Not that you're better. Mind you, he did actually. He said that. It sounds like I need to, it should be It's a shame. Because he sort of implied there was two sides to this corporate box. There was a sort of Liverpool lot and a Chelsea lot. And he was somehow really, inter- thought he was really entertaining to insult because in the Chelsea lot was Ian Beale. <laughs> <laughs> Classy actor. 
I'm sure he's got an Oscar, hasn't he? He didn't build the Chelsea fan, who knew? Well, exactly. I don't think he's. Look, he's... Would, he would he be a Chelsea fan? It's not very East Ender. Would he be a West Stratford United supporter? Wouldn't he? Quite like the idea of just someone who might have looked like him being... Reading, but that, that would be like a Chelsea fan to do that. Now, we should probably look this weekend. Yeah, what's going on? What, we have something we, in, we, we have connections in the sense that you kick off the game week and we close it. You're, we? A, you're away. Oh, do we? Yeah, of course. Um, I, I'm I, one game of mindfulness. There's more about mindfulness now. It's one game at a time, they just seem to be coming quite quickly. It's pronounced rugby. <laughs> and there's rugby on, which I'm far more enjoying. That was a long. Have you been. Have you done two? What are you? No. You're like Harry. You're on the margaritas. That's a, it's a hot honey margarita. Oh, five, five squids. That's exactly what Harry has. Yeah, because they're five pounds. That's, that's a better deal than you're going to get anywhere. I think we've all established that seeing Harry as a role model is a slippery slope for all of us. I agree. So, yes, what you say to we, what? We play on Friday night? No, you're playing Saturday yeah. at three o'clock. Who have we got? I'm not sure. I feel like I shouldn't be telling a Chelsea fan who they're playing. Not, I, as I say, it's mindfulness for me at the moment. All yeah. I'm doing is taking one game at a time. You're, and that's you're busy losing away at Brentford. Away to Brentford? Who I feel like they beat you at Stamford Bridge. Well, that's the one we were. Well, yeah, because we, we got yeah. Thomas the Frank engine on afterwards. And we had lost it. <laughs> and they, that was at that point, Thomas Frank had won more games at... Stamford Bridge than Pochettino and Frank Lampard combined. That was the stat when, he, when they won. I think it took a while for that to change. I feel like stats is a good window of opportunity to say that Arsenal are now the first club in Premier League history to score two goals in a half of football for seven halves in a row. Wow, really? It's not bad, is it? Because you've won at least 4-0 and you've spread it Nice. Seven so get I mean, Arsenal players in your dream team. I have got Arsenal players in dream team. They're rubbish. They're the only ones that don't do any of those things. Absolutely we don't actually play till Monday. We're away at Sheffield United, which in the past would have been one of those grounds you start getting nervous about. But they're utterly rubbish. They've gone completely, haven't they? They've absolutely gone. I've got. Just bizarrely, because I don't normally go. I don't go out of London for work very often at all. But I'm actually. It's glamour though, all my travel. Manchester this week, Warrington on Sunday. I've got to go to Warrington Sunday night to be you're real. You're all jet setter. I am a real jet setter. I did make it a New Year's resolution last year to travel abroad more with work. And all I've managed is Manchester, Warrington, York. I mean, it's not really. And you even got Barcelona. Manchester wrong because this weekend's the Manchester derby. So that would have been the yeah. time to be down there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's it, mind you. I wouldn't have got a ticket, I suppose. That's the point. And anyway, I wouldn't have hotel would have cost a fortune because they'd all jet in, wouldn't they? Man United supporters are all from Bosnia or somewhere anyway, half the time. I thought he was going to say London. Oh, well, sorry. That's what I kept saying. Oh, yes, not, was it yesterday I lost track? Yeah, yesterday in Manchester I kept saying. So, yeah, most of them are from Surrey anyway. They're they, just amazing things for the train companies. So, Rue, are you all excited? I am excited. Very excited. You've never been to a Chelsea Leeds game, have you? I haven't, no. I don't know what difference the atmosphere is going to be. Well, there's two things you need to know, Rufus. One is Leeds supporters are absolute nutters. Yeah, that's what someone inside just said. Second. Apparently quite um, racially conservative. No, yeah, they're not good on that. They do make make Chelsea look like wishy-washy liberals. Two. Again, this is Chelsea fans making this assessment. Two. Two. 
it's an FA Cup game, which you yeah. might not be aware of, but with FA Cup, you have to give the other side some like 10%, 20% of your grounds capacity. I just thought you were going to say a two goal oh, head start. No, I remember you <laughs> saying that. So they have, <laughs> so they have a lot larger. So they'll have uh, the whole end, they'll the, have the other, the whole shed end. Oh, that's dangerous. Well, it's just good because the atmosphere kicks off. And it'll be interesting to see the mood of the Chelsea supporters after Sunday. I suspect they'll start positive because the good thing about Leeds is we, we've got a song, yeah. which essentially, you don't have to sing it all because I've sung it before, yeah. but essential lyrics are, we fucking hate Leeds. That is the song. Very eloquent. Exactly. And it, it took a while to put together. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Like all Chelsea songs. I mean, there was a suggestion at one point that Bob Dylan got called in to help <laughs> How do we end it? Because we all fucking hate Leeds. That's how we ended it. But... We've also, and that actually reminds me of another tragedy on Sunday. So we all smuggled celery into Wembley, some down your pants, some down your socks, and we all got it in. And then, of course, because there was an, you only the celery song is a celebration song. You sing that when you've scored a goal, or I don't when know. You what? Yeah, exactly. Probably we decided not to do against Liverpool ever at Wembley. Something uncanny. So, but the funny thing is, the messaging afterwards was Scott. Scott goes, "Oh, I've forgotten all about the celery. It went in the soup. This was on Sunday night." Piers, Piers said he couldn't put this in his suit because he stuffed it down his underpants. Albie, what did he do with his celery? I think he threw it in a bin in But disgust. none of it made it to the grounds. No, it all got to the ground, but it all came back again because we didn't get the chance to throw didn't get to sing the celery song. And I, but I did get it because there were a couple of people of Chelsea uh, Scousers who hadn't gone to the game but were going to the game, so they were, going, they were, do, they were gloating as we were queuing for the tube thing. Fortunately, good thing about a whole stick of celery is it will go a distance. So I threw my celery at the gloating scousers. So we've established the only reason this podcast has lasted more than a week is because it's really just a therapy session. It is actually. Us. It's cathartic for me. You did I mention still... mindfulness earlier. Yeah, I am. So I have to ask, how does it feel to have a dad taking celery to games in his pants? I, th- I mean, before I, I, lobbing I'd, I'd, I'd like people. to think he's a farmer. But, but <laughs> I, don't I don't have any solace. <laughs> but yeah, I've told you this before. We once got, unbeknownst to us, the police have been warned at Wembley not to let anyone <laughs> supporters through with celery and this was years ago and we were walking down and we were just holding it and Scott and Scott was and I had and he and Scott they stopped and said where, where are you going with the celery quite well oiled <laughs> Scott started eating it and said it's his, it's his, it's his, it said something like I'm diabetic it's my lunch or something and of course they fixed that too. I was really important I got my celery into the ground so I just ran and, but they, they were all standing behind. Nigel and Piers were behind Scott watching this fiasco. These two policemen, what the young ones started thinking, should I chase him? And the old one goes, no, watch him. And we were watching, and apparently, in my head, I was in something like Logan's Run or something. Basically, I was swerving in case they, they were going to assign Snipey. a sniper. Yeah. <laughs> so I basically ran, swerved, and then hid behind a kebab van and stuffed my celery down my socks. I feel like there's not enough therapy sessions <laughs> in the world. Well, we, our, our family intelligence must be. Hereditary, because I once I once got thrown out of the pub and I said that I'm diabetic. And it was just because my low blood, you know, I had low blood sugar. I thought you were going to say because you had celery. Yeah, <laughs> I had celery. That's you Scots. You me a chocolate bar and I got let back in. Well, that's Scott's side of it. Yeah. But actually, but man. who entertained me? We off to see Scott and Cameron are going to be there. Did you not? Oh, are they? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. No. Who's cousin? Family gathering. I'm I mean, I'm there. Family. I'm there mainly for the social. So that's quite nice. Well, there will that's be social. Nice Cameron, Cameron's very social. Yeah. He does come quite regularly too. But I think now, on that point, we're running over. Going to miss our train. So yeah, thanks for the therapy. <laughs> it's been good. It's, 
I'm a bit disappointed Harry didn't make it. Would have. I feel like we're going to have to go through all this again. Oh, where was Harry? What's he doing? It'll, it'll, it'll be the third. It'll be the third or fourth podcast Rufus where the heading is "Where's Harry?" Yes, because that is quite a regular concern. Anyway, Steve, good fun. Always a pleasure. Good to see. You. We didn't do this. We should do this at the end. Good luck, Rufus. For the, uh, the mighty Leeds. Come on, you Blues. Oh, the dirty Leeds, and we all hate them. Right. I should have before I did all that. Got ready.